Hello to all our wedding planning couples. I'm Tara and welcome to the Complete Wedding Planning Podcast. I'm excited to share my creativity and 14 years experience as a professional wedding planner and decorator. And I'm Josh and we're so happy you're joining us for some solid down to earth wedding planning advice that I've accumulated over my 18 years in the industry. We believe that weddings are supposed to be fun and fulfilling, not full of stress and conflict. We are presented by Complete Weddings and Events, your leading provider of photo, video, DJ, photo booth, lighting and coordination services. Visit us at completewedo.com for more information. Planning a wedding is a tall task. Tara kicked off this series by presenting the eight steps of planning a wedding. Today, we continue in the journey with step four, picking your bridal party. We're joined by Alex Klutchko from Complete Grand Rapids. And uh, tell us a little bit more about yourself. And uh, first of all, thanks for being here. <laughs> yeah, well, no problem. Well, thanks for having me. I'm excited to be here and chat with you guys. Um, but yeah, a little bit about me. Um, I am a wedding coordinator myself. I have been in the Grand Rapids area for about almost four years now doing this. So um, have done yeah, a few weddings here and there and whatnot. But um, I started back up when I was in um, college. I worked for a wedding planner up there um, for a few years and just found a love for it and just kind of decided this is what I want to do. And I've been doing it ever since. And that was, I started with her about like seven years ago. So been a little while, but um, I've been enjoying every bit of it. And um, now myself, I am getting married um, in about 17 days. So very <laughs> soon and we're very excited, but um, yeah, so I'm excited to see things, you know, from a bride's perspective and also as a wedding coordinator, it's, it's kind of fun seeing it all kind of come together. So yeah, definitely glad to have the multiple perspectives. I know that uh, Tara and I talk to a lot of uh, couples getting married from a vendor standpoint, and you do the same, but having uh, an actual bride that's uh, in the very thickest of thick of these things, I think is going to be great as well. Yes. Yeah. So first question I have, did you hire a wedding coordinator or are you doing it yourself? So well, I asked my mom if I could get a wedding coordinator because I know the importance of having a coordinator, but then she was on the side of things that said, you are a coordinator, you don't need one. So um, we kind of compromised. So I have a day of coordinator through my venue that I have. So they're helping out with a lot of the day of stuff um, because I've handled pretty much everything like leading up to the wedding. I've made my timeline and all that kind of stuff and calling all my vendors and everything. Um, but as far as day of goes, I've realized I'm like, I can't coordinate my own wedding. So I told my mom that as well. I'm like, I need someone to like do the setup and all the other things. So um, we finally yeah, compromised. So I have a coordinator with the venue. Perfect. So half and yeah. half a little. Smart lady there. <laughs> right. Yeah. But so is the question of what do you want your job to be the day of the wedding? And, you know, it sounds like you want to enjoy yourself. So yes, uh, glad exactly. that that worked out that way. Yeah. <laughs> All right, let's jump into the topic of, of picking the wedding party. And this was uh, what Tara put as number four on the list behind setting your budget and your guest list and then getting your date picked out. Um, and so uh, part of this is it it's right in front of getting the venue. So I, I think where her approach was is, is getting all your top level planning um, you know, going before you start making any major decisions when it comes to vendors. Did I get that right, Tara? Yep. Yep. Okay. Perfect. All right. So um, you, you picked the wedding party and just based on the types of things that I know we all see just talking to couples that are going through this and, and what gets put out into the social media world uh, there, there seems to be just a lot of, uh, you know, questions from couples. What's the best way to pick a wedding party? 
how many people should you have, you know, all, all that thing uh, that you can get into, whether it's formulaic or just thoughts and feelings or personalizing your own wedding. So let's go down the process that you went. So I guess here's the first question that I have. How did you pick what your total number of wedding party members was going to be? Yeah. So um, I always originally envisioned myself having like a small bridal party, you know, but then after kind of thinking it through and taking some time to really evaluate like everyone in my life, like as far as like family members go and friends, um, I really just kind of sat down and just really thought like, who do I want? Like more than anything to be there the day of my wedding next to me, standing up with me when I marry my best friend, like who do I want there to support me? And um, who has just, you know, been there throughout the whole relationship, not just, you know, at the end or anything. Um, but so I kind of went through and um, I have one sister. So she just became my maid of honor because she's my sister and I was her maid of honor. So we kind of had that agreement. So <laughs> the, it's easy if you have something like that, but um, so that was pretty easy. But then as far as all my other bridesmaids, I just went through and I um, picked some people from college that I've known for a few years that are just like, I'm still in contact with them. Cause one of the main things as far as like picking your bridal party goes is you don't want to pick people who you like haven't had any contact with in the past like five years or anything. Um, you want to pick people that you're still relatively pretty close to, um, who will be, you know, there with you your whole day because your bridal party is with you the entire day. So you're going to want to like everybody who's there. Um, so you're really just going to want to kind of go through and pick people that you couldn't imagine not being there. Um, so I thought of, yeah, like my family members and some close friends like that. But then I also think of on the other side with my fiance, he also has a sister. So we had the discussion of, should she be in the bridal party as well? Um, even though like, we're not so close, I kind of was thinking maybe she shouldn't be in the party, but she's super close with my fiance. So he said, I couldn't imagine her not being with us, you know, when we're getting ready and everything. So kind of taking his feelings into consideration as well, um, with that. Um, so we have her as a bridesmaid too, but then also thinking of like the groomsmen, um, my fiance went through and was just thinking of, yeah, all of his friends and who he wants in the party and everything. Um, he has a few brothers so that made it a little easy. I have a brother as well. Um, so just kind of, yeah, going through that and just picking, you know, immediate family members, but they don't always have to be family members either though. So, um, but definitely I think the part that was the hardest room was yet yeah, just kind of narrowing down that list but I definitely did not make this decision like overnight we thought about it take time to think about it because you don't want to invite 12 people to be in your party and then like half of them drop out or something that might not be fun so um really thinking about who you really want to have there the day of is kind of how I started the process so yeah so how many people did you guys settle on on each side yes so we have a total of six on each side um, and I thought that that's a pretty nice number. Um, I was looking around in past like weddings I've coordinated and just seeing in other friends' weddings. Um, the average is typically about like three to five I've seen um, for normal wedding sizes. But I mean, it also goes into what your guest count is. If you're having a pretty small wedding, you don't want like 10 bridesmaids. That's a little overwhelming. <laughs> so if you're wanting to have a smaller party, um, as far as guests go, like you're only thinking like 50, 60 guests, then, you know, we always kind of recommend maybe go a little lower to maybe four or so kind of matching the rest of the vibe of the day. But if you're having like 150, 200 people, then yeah, having 10 bridesmaids doesn't look so like off-putting. So, yeah. Oh. Are you guys doing the traditional head table with all of them up there? 
So we're actually doing the sweetheart table option. So we're just going to sit up at um, a little table, just me and my uh, future husband. And then we have everybody else just kind of sitting out in the, um, you know, with all the rest of the guests. And then they can sit with their plus ones and everything as well. So they'll be able to, you know, chat with everyone. So, yeah. I love the head table, but I, I also really like the sweetheart table idea. Yeah. Um, if for no other reason that you get to sit with your, you know, dates right, and, and, exactly. and everything, that's always nice. Um, you know, how, how many members of the wedding party are bringing dates that don't know anybody? Um, let's see. Not many. Cause a lot of people that we picked, they were a lot of family members. So we have, um, so like my sister, she's got a husband. So he knows a lot of people in the party. Um, I mean, I have, we have a one bridesmaid and a groomsman who are like best friends. So they're going to be each other's dates. So there's that. They're like, we don't need to bring plus ones or anything. So um, there's that. But I mean, we actually um, don't have that many people who don't know each other. It's all pretty close. Um, we did a combined bachelor, bachelorette party. So it's kind of fun to have everyone get to meet each other before the wedding and kind of get excited for the big day. Yeah, that's awesome. As I say, as a, as a wedding coordinator, I always find it somewhat awkward when they, the wedding party meets each other at rehearsal and they're like, I'm like, okay, now you pair up and they're like, hi, I'm so-and-so and hi, I'm so-and-so. So I think, yes, like either doing like that joint bachelor, bachelorette party, or at least some sort of like wedding party meetup prior to, so they can get, and I think that also can figure out like, cause some people really try to like pair up based on the height and stuff of that nature and, yeah. and taking all that time uh you know of my time at rehearsal sometimes I'm just like we probably could have done this ahead of time and right. figured out who was going to walk with each other and stuff of that nature did you find that you had a harder time picking your list or he had a harder time um I think my fiance did have a little bit of a harder time um, I had a few more friends that I wanted in there. So he originally just kind of wanted like his brothers and maybe my brother, which was only like three. <laughs> and then I was like, but I have like these six friends that I want too. And he's like, okay. <laughs> so then he had to go and find some other people as well. Um, but so I think he definitely had a little bit of a harder time with it, but it was just because of me. I, I, once I narrowed it down to like my six or seven or so that I had, it was like, I'm like, I can't get rid of anybody else. So I'm like, we're just going to have to find some guys that you want in the party. So we have yeah. so my sister's husband is also a groomsman, but I mean, we hang out all the time. So we kind of figured he was going to be in there as well. And then he does have yeah, a few friends or so that are going to be up there too. So perfect. When you guys started having the conversation of picking out your groomsmen and bridesmaids, did you guys also go through the conversation of whether or not you'd have ushers or flower girls and ring bearers? And did you guys decide to have them as part of your wedding party as well? Um, so we are not doing any ushers. Um, I We didn't have anybody kind of left over because a lot of times when I'm doing weddings, I see that when they have ushers, they're kind of people who didn't quite make the bridal party, but they still wanted them to be included somehow. Um, we didn't really have anybody like that. Everybody that we really wanted there was just in the bridal party. Um, we are doing a no kids wedding. So we were going to do like, so no flower girl or ring bearer. Um, however, we were going to have our dog be the ring bearer, um, which was super exciting. And we were so excited. But then we met with our venue a couple weekends ago and they said they changed their rules and they don't allow pets anymore. Aww. So yeah, sad face. <laughs> but So he'll come for some photos outside maybe, but um, we're not going to have a ring bearer either. We're just going to have um, our best man and maid of honor kind of hold the rings and everything. But yeah. 
Perfect. Yeah, that's always a, a thing that works. Uh, I, I've stood in weddings without uh, ring bearer, and I remember it's always uh, the groom's ring goes to the maid of honor. She puts it on her thumb. Yep. The uh, bride's ring goes to the best man. He puts it on his pinky. So yep. <laughs> part of those. Those are uh, those are quick recommendations of the uh, best people to you know carry if you're going to go that way. Um, so yeah, I, I was just going to add a comment. The uh, the usher thing. I always love that. I, I call that the uh, guy's cop out. You know, the group can always just throw any extra friends that he wants in there, you know, any any kind of, you know, extra college buddies or or people from work that come up. Yeah. Um, so as we're as we're talking about setting the the number, um, have you run into a situation as a coordinator? Did you go through this yourself where you set your wedding party and then as time went, because you didn't plan a wedding in, in like 30 days, you got to be better friends with somebody and wanted to add someone or did, did anything like that come up or did you have a situation where somebody had to be replaced? What did, what did that look like? Yeah. Um, well, we actually did just have to have one of our groomsmen get replaced. Um, it was one of my fiance's friends, uh, ended up not being able to make it to the wedding anymore. And he was like, I'm so sorry. Like I can't be a groomsman. And it was literally just yeah, a couple weeks ago. And I was like, well, the wedding's in about a month. So that's great. So we scrambled a little, but um, we ended up getting uh, one of my coworkers. He used to be a DJ with us. And we just hung out a lot, like me and my fiance, we would hang out with him all the time. We would go out to Dave and Buster's and play arcade games and everything. So when the one groomsman dropped out, it was pretty easy to be like, we have this other guy who's a pretty good friend of ours. And he did end up coming to the bachelor bachelorette party as well. Um, we were low on numbers for that as well. That was a whole other story, though, of people not being able to make it to that. But um, we ended up asking him last minute too. So we're like, he's he's technically a groomsman already. He came to the party. So he'll just kind of jump in and he got fitted for his suit and he's good to go. So um, it was a little stressful in the moment of like, who are we going to pick? But then we just kind of, you know, took a step back and we're like, okay, this, this guy, he's become part of our lives over the past few months that we're like, he'd be a good fit. And he knows yeah, everybody in the bridal party now too. So just kind of made sense, but yeah. yeah. And what about on your side? Did you have any people that have come and gone? Yeah, so I did actually have um, one of my bridesmaids. So we were going to have yeah, seven on each side, but I had one of my best friends since like seventh grade. So we've been talking about my wedding for, you know, ever. And she's been so excited. And then literally um, one day we were hanging out and she's like, I have big news. I was like, I have big news too. We locked in our venue. And she's like, great. And she's like, I'm pregnant. And I'm like, oh, wonderful. And she's like, I'm due March 25th. And I'm like, I locked in the venue for March 25th. And she's <laughs> like, oh my goodness. So it was a little crazy. Um, but I mean, in those situations, you just got to, you know, be sensitive to other people's lives. I mean, I wasn't going to be like mad at her for having a baby. I was so excited for her because she's having a girl. She already has a boy. So now she's having a girl. So we're super excited about that. Um, but she's, she's obviously super bummed and she feels really bad, but I keep telling her, like, honestly, I am not mad. Like you're having a baby. So in situations like that, it's, it's totally fine. Um, but in that case, we actually kind of, you know, lucked out in some way because her groomsman that she was going to walk with is her fiance. So when they said they weren't able to make it anymore because of the baby, we just kind of took them both out and then we were still even on both sides. So it all kind of worked out. Um, but yeah, that was a little stressful as well, but I mean, we kind of knew that one was coming several months ago. So we were kind of planning for that anyway. <laughs> You mean she can't go early and, you know, provide you with a flower girl? Come on. <laughs> right. Well, she keeps telling me, she's like, the doctor says I can start inducing today. So I'm starting and I'm like, okay, well, go eat some spicy foods. Let's see if this baby comes early. I don't know, but 
we'll see but it's, so will, it's they, will they add back in if she does have the baby early they they have officially stepped down as like a bridesmaid and a groomsman just because she really didn't know like what size dress to buy like she could be super pregnant or like not pregnant at all so she didn't want to have to buy like two dresses or anything so they opted now to just attend as guests if they are still able to come so um but we're still including them in all of like the getting ready and everything if they do make it um they still might come to the rehearsal dinner as well so they're still kind of like part of the party but they're not going to be standing up there and like the dress and the suit and everything i thought that would be easier for them so i don't have to worry about all that added stress to having a second baby so yeah, yeah. nice uh, flexibility that, that works there. So when you were picking the numbers for the wedding party, how important was it for you to have an even number on each side? And then how how important do you think it is overall, your yeah. wedding aside? Yeah, so um, I mean, for me, I'm a little like OCD, so I needed it to be even. So I was like, honestly, I want it to be even on both sides. Um, and I was honestly a little like, uh, okay with them stepping down as bridal party people um because we originally were at like seven on each side and seven kind of was like a weird number it was an odd number and I was like I don't know about that so when they stepped down I was like hey now we have six so it's a little even now um but that's just me but um I mean I've seen like so many weddings where it's not even on the sides and that is totally fine because we can definitely um change things and make sure like the processional when we're walking down the aisle we can mix things up we can have one groomsman walk with two bridesmaids i've seen weddings where each person walks alone so you don't have to pair them up or anything and have a nod number there um i've also seen uh, my friend got married last year and they did have an odd number of bridesmaids and groomsmen but what they ended up doing was they had all the bridesmaids and groomsmen walk together but her maid of honor walked alone so she kind of had a moment of herself and then my friend the bride came out after that so I thought that was kind of cool to kind of highlight her maid of honor since it was a little uneven but it was a nice way to kind of do that so yeah and I've seen all of those things and uh, I'll, I'll just uh, give a PSA on a on behalf of every single guy that's in a wedding party we're cool walking up with two girls oh, right. <laughs> <laughs> that always works okay so let's <laughs> yeah. talk uh let's talk about the whole process of uh getting the wedding party members official uh when in relation to the actual wedding date did you ask him and, and how did you ask him was this uh yeah over dinner did you do right yeah and there was um I, reveal <laughs> right and there were so many ways and I was like thinking a lot about what I wanted to do but um we got engaged like last July and the weddings in March so it was a pretty quick engagement so I wanted to let everybody know relatively quickly after I decided who was a, who was on the bridal party to let them know so what I ended up doing was I ended up just like texting everyone and I'm saying like you want to be a bridesmaid and they kind of already knew as well because these are like my friends from college and whatnot and like my sister like she knew she was going to be the maid of honor so it was no surprise there but um so I ended up like just texting everybody first and then once I kind of got all of their like yes we're super excited then I put together some boxes for them um and in the boxes I had um just like I didn't say like, will you be a bridesmaid? I basically said like, thank you for being a bridesmaid because I had already like kind of informally asked them. Um, but in the box, it was pretty fun to put together. I put like a little thing of champagne or something in there. And then I also have um, like the robes that we're going to wear from when we're getting ready. I put those in their boxes. So they'll have their robes that will all match the day of. And they also like bridesmaid on the back and everything. Um, so I got that. So it's a little gift of stuff that they'll be able to use like the day of the wedding. Um, and it was pretty fun to put together for that. But 
um, you know, little boxes are kind of what we opted to do, but um, I was thinking of doing like, yeah, asking them all in person and everything, but that was going to take a while because a lot of them live like seven hours away. And I'm like, I don't have time to do weekend trips with like everybody to ask them. So um, I asked them over text and sent my boxes and we're all good. <laughs> was your groom as um, creative with his boxes or did exactly he do boxes at all? <laughs> yeah. He's not very creative. I asked him if he wanted to do anything like fun like that, but he was like, I I'm good. He, he basically just texted everybody as well and was like, hey, you want to be a groomsman? And they're like, yeah, guys are not very sensitive like that. So they not were very that. much like, sure, we'll do this. And yeah, I mean, his one brother, like just a couple months ago, didn't realize he had to get like a suit and everything. He's like, oh, we're going to wear like matching suits. And I'm like, yep, you're a groomsman. Like that's kind of part of being in the bridal party. So, yeah. I have yes. to, I have to say that I, I feel for that guy a little bit. Um, <laughs> the first wedding that I was actually in, it was my cousin's. I was an usher. I, I think I might've been a groomsman. Anyway, I didn't know that I had to go out and get a tux. Right. <laughs> and so then it's deadline day and I've got my mom calling me. She's like, well, you go get a tux. I'm like, what do you mean? I need to go get a tux. She goes, well, typically you rent a tux when you're on a wedding. Mm. Like, okay. I didn't, didn't know that. Um, <laughs> glad that that's uh, something I pay for that I didn't know about, <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> which, uh, which leads into the next question. Um, when, when you were putting your wedding party together and you were putting your budget together, did you guys cover as the couple things like suits, tuxes, dresses, hair, makeup, those you have to have done to be in the wedding expenses or are they covering it on their own? And how did you approach that topic? Yeah, so um, we kind of split it up a little and I've seen like yeah, so many weddings with many different combinations of these types of things. Um, but what we did was the bridesmaids and groomsmen were responsible for getting their dresses and suits. And um, we had sent them like for my bridesmaids. Um, I found just a site online and I'm like, if you could pick your dress on this site, um, that would be great. Like they could pick whatever kind of dress they wanted. I just said it had to be from this site. Um, and then I gave them all colors to have because we're doing a gradient of different blues for our bridesmaids <laughs> so I ordered swatches for everyone so I actually like in our boxes that I sent to them with their robe and everything I put their color swatch in there too so when they were picking their dresses they knew exactly what color to get and everything um, but they were responsible for that and then the groomsmen are responsible for their suits and everything and um, the rental company that we went through they included shoes as well so um, included all of that and then um, we ended up getting uh, like ties and pocket squares for all the guys we paid for that um, just because of my the color trying to match everything together I didn't want to have them get the wrong shade or something so <laughs> I ordered all the ties so it was all matching and everything so we did that for them but um, and I think that's pretty standard for a lot of weddings for the bride bridal party to pay for like their apparel and everything for the day of um but as far as like anything else um like for our hair and makeup that we're getting done the day of um I was gonna plan on paying for that um just because I wanted everybody to be included with the hair and makeup and I kind of wanted everybody to do that um so because I wanted everybody to utilize the services I didn't want to like force anybody to have to pay for it on them on their own so um I was gonna do it but then my sister was so generous and she offered to pay for all of the hair and makeup for the bridal party which was amazing <laughs> so I don't see that that much but that was super nice that she did that um, but I mean, at a lot of weddings I've been to, I've seen where, um, yeah, the bridesmaids do pay for their own hair and makeup. Um, but in that case, um, in those cases, um, the brides like don't care if they get their hair and makeup done They're It's like, they give it as an option for them. Like, Hey, this is who we're using. If you want to be included in the count, like you're on your own type of thing. 
um, which is fine for that. So it's a little, it, it just depends on kind of what the bride wants. If she's like, everybody has to get hair and makeup done, then I think in that kind of case, then maybe the bride should pay for it if they're making everybody do it. I don't want to force anybody to pay for something that they don't want to pay for, um, for that. But um, as far as everything else, I mean, we have um, like the girls, they're all wearing whatever kind of shoes they want. Um, so they're on their own kind of for their shoes as well. Um, and then for jewelry, um, I did get like a necklace and um, earrings for all of the girls. So they can all kind of match with all their jewelry and everything. Um, but that was just something little that I'm going to give them the day of as part of um, a little gift and whatnot, but um, we're providing that. But other than that, there was nothing else really that they uh, paid for besides like before the wedding type stuff, like the bachelorette party thing that we did. They all kind of paid for their own part for the Airbnb and everything. Um, that's all kind of separate. Um, but yeah. So. Nice. That one's uh, actually going to go ahead i was gonna say my favorite part of that entire thing is that you gave the girls all this runway to pick their own style of dress and everything yeah guys yeah. Uh, don't make any decisions um <laughs> right well i was like i don't want to just pick a dress that like might not look good on someone when it looks good sure. on someone else so i was like this is your color that's all you need just pick your color and yeah. um whatever dress you want with that color and i think everyone had a little fun just kind of going through all the dresses and in our little group chat we had they were all sending pictures of the dresses they picked and everything so it was pretty fun to kind of see all that come together but yeah yeah and i mean and it's nice because they can pick something they might wear again because exactly uh, you know my understanding is that uh the the cost of a suit to rent for a wedding kind of pales in comparison to a dress yes. that you would buy as a bridesmaid so i i would definitely yes. say that when we planned our wedding that my wife had the same type of thing she goes i'm not gonna put everybody in a single cut i'm not gonna put anybody in you know a dress that they'll never wear again so i always think that's a, a nice thing to do exactly yes although i i'm one that has a 300 plus dollar dress in my <laughs> closet that i will never wear again but hey oh i <laughs> got to be a bridesmaid so it's fine it's fine oh, um and I, I think you know with that is also you know making sure that you're you're your bridal party know also about like alterations that was something like we did the whole online I was a bridesmaid just this past November and we did the whole online ordering dress mm -hmm. situation and those dresses do typically come a little bit bigger and longer um, because they're trying to accommodate a wide you know variety of body types and stuff and so I think my alterations ended up costing more than my actual dress did and so that <laughs> kind of took me me back but but that bride she did she uh, you know we paid for our own dresses and stuff and then she paid for all the hair and makeup um which was really nice and then we got to actually wear whatever jewelry we we had um because yeah. she wasn't dead set on any of that right would you say that um is like what you had kind of alluded to this as far as like the bachelorette party and whatnot like did you give anybody any other like roles or responsibilities such as, you know, maid of honor, you're in charge of throwing the bachelorette party and breast mm -hmm. man, you know, since you guys did it as a group effort or was that something just talked about throughout the process or like at what point did they know these are my roles before the wedding day? Right. Um, so as far as like all my bridesmaids go, I didn't really give them a lot of roles. Um, my sister really, yeah, she jumped in as yeah, the maid of honor to kind of take over that bachelorette party. Um, and she basically just asked me like what I wanted to do. And I told her about my idea of doing the combined party. And she got a little nervous because it was a bunch of people because we had like seven on each side at that po at point. So it was like 16 people, including me and my fiance. So she was a little like, how are we going to find a place for like 16 people? Um, so she had a little fun with that. 
that. But um, so I kind of had put that on her. Um, she was just like asking me a little bit of like, do you want to go out of town for this? Do you want to stay like in Michigan or what do you want to do? And I basically told her like, cause I didn't want everybody having to pay a whole bunch to go fly to like Vegas or something. So um, we ended up staying in Michigan. We just went up to um, a town called Traverse City. It's just a few hours away from where we are here in Grand Rapids. Um, and we all just kind of drove there. We got a huge Airbnb and just kind of hung out for the weekend. And it was pretty cool, just kind of chilling and whatnot. But um, everybody was responsible for their own portion of the Airbnb. And we all kind of chipped in for food and whatnot. But it was a very much like shared kind of experience with that. Um, my sister initially booked everything, but then everyone paid her back. But um, she kind of yeah, took on that role as the maid of honor to do that bachelorette party for us. Um, and she also did the bridal shower as well with my mom. They did that together um, when they threw that a few weeks ago. But um, as far as like other roles go, I've been thinking about kind of assigning roles like day of the wedding for the bridesmaids a little bit, um, considering I'm a coordinator and I feel like I'm not going to, I feel like I'm going to want to do stuff all day long, but everybody's going to be like, no, you can't do anything. So I'm trying to be like, okay, you have to do this. So I'm thinking of roles of just fun stuff like one person's in charge of making sure music is getting played like while we're getting ready and everything and that kind of stuff and I'm going to have one girl in charge of like getting pictures of everybody too because the photographer's not coming at like 9 a.m or anything so um we're going to get some fun pictures and stuff but just and having one kind of wrangle the guys all together too and like pinning the boutonnieres and stuff because I usually pin the boutonnieres at weddings and I'm like I can't do that at my wedding so um just trying to find all those little things that I'm like I typically do that at a wedding as a coordinator, but now as a bride, I got to delegate that to other people. So I'm kind of thinking of little tasks for them to do the day of, but I don't want to overwhelm them with a lot of things that they have to do because I want everybody to just enjoy the day as well. So, I mean, yeah. it sounds like all of your friends and the the wedding party, both sides know that some of this is coming. Um, was, was this anything that you kind of prepared them for? Really what I'm asking about is, uh, you know, what was the dynamic like asking people to to do extra things and how would you recommend a couple uh, approaching that topic if they're not a wedding planner and their friends know right. that they're going to try and step in and they need to prevent her from uh, being herself, you know, in that capacity for a day? <laughs> yeah. So um, I basically just kind of like threw it out to them like, hey, like, would you want to be in charge of just kind of handling music? for the morning of and then they're like yeah cool I got that and I have like one friend who's like always taking pictures when we're hanging out so I was like you like you're gonna be kind of in charge of that but just kind of like not so much telling them like this is what you're gonna do I kind of asked them first so I'm like would you mind doing this in that kind of way because I don't want anybody to feel like they're forced to do anything so um I gave them yeah just the option of um if they wanted to help out the day of but just kind of yeah putting together all the moving parts but thinking of making sure someone's making sure like all the decorations are getting set up, not doing the setup of the decorations, but maybe like going downstairs, making sure it's all getting done type of thing, just kind of checking in. Um, but just kind of thinking of those little things to have the bridesmaids kind of just keep track of throughout the day. But yeah. Who's in charge of bringing champagne? Cause that's my, <laughs> oh. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, well, I wanted to have, yeah, like mimosas and everything, but then my mom, again, she's like, you don't want to drink before the ceremony and all that kind of Come stuff. On, so yes, we do. do. I know. so I'm like well but then I was also thinking I'm like well, if she doesn't want like us to drink fine like I I don't need to like have champagne or anything the morning of but like my bridal party like they're there to have a good time too right so like I'm like I'll get champagne for them so they can still have their mimosas I don't want everybody to have to not drink because my mom is being like no nah, you can't have alcohol before the wedding so <laughs> we'll see how it goes I might have one glass or so but 
Yeah. What uh? What rails are you putting on the guy's side? <laughs> what was that? What rails are you putting on the guy's side? Are they bringing flasks, or are you stop to that, or? So the guys, I just hope the guys show up on time. That's the main thing of that. Um, I have. So we're doing like lunch at the venue. I, I ordered just like Jimmy John's or something to be delivered for lunch because we want to be able to eat before the wedding. Um, so. I ordered that for delivery just so nobody has to pick that up but um the main thing for the guys yeah i told them they need to be at the venue at a certain time and that's what they need to do so they need to show up and just kind of make sure the main thing is um we're doing a first look before the ceremony but we don't want to see each other before then so just really making sure like my fiance is like out of the way of me and we don't want to like run into each other so kind of making sure the guys are keeping track of him and making sure he's good but um I don't really have many roles for them. I don't expect much of them. I'm just like, show up and have fun. So. Uh, the usual. Awesome. Right. <laughs> One task. <laughs> right. Either. So when you think about your, you know, being a wedding coordinator and planning your own wedding, and I've been in those shoes as well, what would you say you found to be the most stressful thing during the planning process? I don't know. I mean, a little bit in the beginning was honestly, I mean, we're on this topic, but like choosing the bridal party was something that definitely stressed us out a little bit. Um, Cause my fiance used to have some questionable friends in his past. And I was like, I really don't want them in the bridal party. And that was a whole thing. And it was very uneven for a while. Like I had like six people and he only had like three or four. And I was like, we're down some people. So that was a little stressful to kind of deal with that but after I mean we figured it out after just like sitting down and just like really talking about everybody who's like in our lives and everything um that was one pretty stressful thing um I don't I'm not like I don't know and I feel like I'm a little different than normal brides because I mean I do this all the time so I mean I'm like it was pretty easy picking all my vendors because I pretty much knew everybody that I wanted to book um that hasn't been super stressful um, I keep having like wedding nightmares. I don't know why. So like that stresses me out, but those are all things that are totally unrealistic. Like the things that I dream about, I'm like, that would never happen. So I don't know why I'm stressed out about that, but like, it's that kind of stuff. But that just might be just me getting like the anxiety about like, I don't know, being the center of attention. I'm not used to that. Cause I'm usually behind the scenes. <laughs> I'm not in the yeah. front and center attention or anything like that. So it's a little different coming from that perspective, but um, I haven't really felt a lot of stress, which I know doesn't go for everybody, but, and I also yeah. think it like helps because I mean, again, like I always recommend everybody should have a wedding coordinator because it just relieves that stress. So being one, I guess is relieving that stress for me. Cause I kind of know everything I need to check off, but having a wedding coordinator kind of help you walk through all that stuff definitely helps and relieves a lot of stress. Um, I hear that a lot from my clients who are like, I'm super stressed and then we have a chat we talk and they're like I'm not stressed anymore I feel good and I'm like that's always my goal I want to make sure you don't feel stressed when we leave the meeting because you're supposed to have fun planning your wedding and um, your coordinator helps out with all those things so yeah and would you say the same thing goes for like on the wedding day are you are you scared about anything or feeling a bit nervous about one part or one aspect of the wedding day um I mean I think in general I mean I'm just not so much the attention is all on me. It was a little weird for, it was a little dip in my toes into it with the bridal shower when it was, everybody was there and 
they were all like talking to me and I had to go talk to everybody. And it was just a small little thing of like 30 people. And now we're going to like triple that for the wedding. And I'm like a little overwhelmed about that because me and my fiance are both kind of like socially awkward a little bit when we're like the center of attention and he doesn't like a lot of attention and I don't either. Um, so one thing that we were kind of nervous about together was like our vows for the ceremony. Um, we're both not great at public speaking. So I was like super nervous. I wanted to have like personal vows for each other, but, um, I know he gets nervous too. Um, cause when he was proposing, it was just us and a couple of my friends with us and they were kind of recording and everything, but he got so nervous. He like fumbled up his words and he ended up saying something like, I can't imagine spending my life with you or something like that. But he meant to say like, I can't imagine not spending my life with you. So I was like, okay, so we have that on video of him saying he can't imagine spending his life with me, but, um, I know what he meant. But I was just like, I don't want something like that to happen the day of and have him be all embarrassed that he fumbled up his words. But I mean, honestly, I probably would fumble up my words too. So um, we're doing a first look before the ceremony and we're reading our vows to each other at that moment. So <laughs> it'll just be us. So um, we kind of, because we were both nervous about that. So we kind of sat down and we're like, how can we like fix this problem? Because we don't want to talk in front of everybody. And like, because that's a lot of people to just be like professing your love in front of everyone. So I give props to anybody who does like vows in front of everyone. Cause it's just, I could not do it. <laughs> I'm like, I'm, we'll do it privately. So, um, that is, that helps. So I don't feel as stressed about that anymore. I'm pretty, I'm more excited about that part now. Cause it's a little bit more personal with just us. So well, let him know that linguistic, uh, experts all over the place are happy. He avoided a double negative. <laughs> right. <laughs> right. so tell him tell him that's the silver lining tell, tell yeah, him right the yeah <laughs> i always tell him like i know what you meant like i didn't even really hear it while it was happening we heard it back when we listened to the video and i was like what did you say and we like listened back he's like i didn't mean that i was like i know so it was funny but <laughs> it's a funny now. story now <laughs> yeah okay. no, if that's the worst thing that happens i think you're in pretty good shape right exactly <laughs> Yeah, one thing one thing you mentioned that I that I thought was interesting the uh, the wedding nightmares I see and and hear couples talk about stuff like that all the time. I don't recall having nightmares about the wedding, but I can definitely think of times in life where you know at the risk of getting into kind of psychology here. Uh, if if I start to have dreams about things like a, a meeting or a presentation or something like that, I've always just kind of taken that as a sign that um, I'm pretty well prepared and I'm and I'm thinking of scenarios probably overthinking things and right. it's a it's a good thing to kind of focus on being a little more calm about but i i just recall during finals week i would dream about tests i would dream about being late to things and that yep. that's the type of stuff that i've you know always, always dreamed about it so always, it's always usually based on being on time and and being mm -hmm. prepared and having all the stuff i was supposed to bring all um, right you know we're going to a big cookout oh my god i forgot to get the hamburger buns you know, <laughs> right. what am i gonna do <laughs> Well, I right. wake up and I go buy hamburger buns. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> well, that's what I've been like taking from all these nightmares. I'm like, okay, I dream of these things that are totally crazy that would never happen, but it makes me think of, okay, so that's another thing to put on my list to not forget. Um, cause one of my dreams was that I didn't have any of my like photos for the memorial table. And I was like, in my dream freaking out, I'm like, we need to print these photos right now. I need these photos on this. Like it was a whole thing. And when I woke up, I was like, that is not something I would like let ruin my whole entire day. If we did not have the memorial table set up like that, it's not the end of the world. But that morning I went and I printed all the photos that I needed. So I'm like, we're good to go now. So it's those things that it helps me like 
think of like what I might be missing. So I feel like they come in handy a little bit, but a little, a little extreme as well. So, <laughs> well, I mean, again, uh, it, it's not going to ruin the day. So by definition, I, I mean, I call stuff like that an ankle biter, you know, it, yeah. it's an ankle biter type of thing. You got all this like stuff that's going on. doesn't mean it's not important. You obviously want to have the memorial table, but right. would you rather be dealing with this Thursday before the wedding or would you rather just knock it out because it's top exactly. of mind? And, you know, I, maybe that was the, you know, effect that you were having on yourself. <laughs> right. Yes. Always good to get some of those anxious vibes out of the way before the big day. <laughs> right. Exactly. So I'm getting my to-do list all checked off from each of my nightmares. I'm going to make sure that's done now because I don't want that to happen. And yeah, it's been fun. <laughs> And while we're on the couch, do you want to analyze us at all, Tara? Or we have... <laughs> right, what do yeah. these mean? <laughs> that, I, that I am not a dream catcher. Huh? No. Got <laughs> yeah. All right. Um, any, anything else we uh, want to ask Alex before we get out of here? No, I think we've covered it a lot. Uh, unless you have anything to add of, or things that you would change if now looking back and only 17 days away from the big day, um, you know, any, any, any changes you would have made through the planning process at all? Um, let me see. I don't, I don't think so. I mean, um, I mean, I think, I mean, as a coordinator, I'm pretty lucky of like knowing like all the vendors that I wanted to pick and who I know that are really good. And I think that's really helped out with the planning and me feeling like pretty good about everything that's been happening. Cause I mean, like I've mentioned before, like I can't coordinate the day of, so I'm putting a lot of like trust into like all the vendors that I've hired, but then I go back and think, I'm like, well, I hired them for a reason. They know how to do their job. So it's just that if I could give any advice, like any other brides is like, really yeah, doing your research on all your vendors and yeah, like listening to your coordinator when they give you recommendations on people that they've worked with. Cause that just really kind of makes your whole day better when you just know you have all the great vendors there that can help out with everything. And I think that's really kind of helped a lot of my stress with like, I can't do everything the day of, but I'm like, but I have all these people who are, who I hired, who are good and will take care of everything. So I think that's been pretty good. So I don't think I would change anything with that. But um, if I wasn't a coordinator and I didn't know all these things, I would definitely do a yeah, ton of research on all these vendors, make sure they're really good. Um, so they'll be able to make your day perfect. Perfect. <laughs> right. All right. Well, big thanks to Alex from Grand Rapids, bringing both the wedding coordinator and <laughs> ride to uh, be, um, perspective on uh, picking the wedding party. So until next time, take care. And cheers and happy wedding planning. We hope you enjoyed this episode and that you got some helpful insight as you plan the big day. So until next time, I'm Tara with the Complete Wedding Planning Podcast. And I'm Josh. Please make sure to subscribe to our channel and rate and review us if you like what you hear. We are presented by Complete Weddings and Events, your leading provider of photo, video, DJ, photo booth, lighting, and coordination services. Visit completewedo.com for more info. Happy wedding planning!